Um, that is not where we learn it from, but I don't know why not. The question is why not is a good question. Um, but we do learn it from Lavan. At least that's what Rashi says in Chumash. Yeah. But the Gemara is going to say a different, a different, a different source. So that's where we're going to get to right now. Why do you say about Lavan? Because Lavan, he said, do the Shevet Brachas for Leah. Once that's finished, then I'll give you, then I'll give you Rachel. Sounds like he didn't want Rachel to get married right away. Give the, give the full seven days. Right, that's it. That's no, Rashi says it over there. That's Rashi. I said Rashi so says see, it over there. You quoted Rashi. That's what he did. He knew he quoted Rashi. That's, uh, of course. We're dealing with scholars here. You know that. You're dealing with. Okay. No, I know. Okay. I'm getting more every day, more acquainted with that guy. Okay, anyway, I'm let's see. Vaiter in the Gemara. We're starting over here at the. Um, the Udeim Arvid's line six. Udeim Arvid Simcha b'Simcha. This idea that we don't mix Simcha b'Simcha minal, and where's the source for it? The Chizim the Pasuk says, "Vayash Shlomo beisayi es hachag." Shlomo made the holiday at that time when he finished the building of the base of Mikdash. Bechol Yisrael imo him and all of Israel with him. Kahal Gadol, a huge congregation. Melavo Hamas ad Nachal Mitzrayim from. The city of Hamas, all the way to Nachal Mitzrayim. Huge amount of Jews celebrating this occasion of the build, finishing of the building of the Beis HaMikdash. Seven days of celebration, plus an additional seven days. Fourteen total days. Now, if you are allowed to simply... Join, join two simchas together. Why not just wait a little bit till Sukkot and then celebrate doubly? You're celebrating Sukkot and we're celebrating the the base of Migdash. So you see, you can't join them together. So Gemara says, did join them together when you came to Kippur. We should do Yom Kippur. You joined. Da, 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 da. Let's go. Let's okay, just slow down. Let's okay. First of all, Yom Kippur is not a day of joy. Okay. But, but so so, you, so the Simchat. No, no. We're going to get to took it. Over the, the day exactly. Of, that's exactly what it did. Right. We'll get to that. So first step at a time. Okay. So we're saying if if you can be ma'ar simcha v'simcha, just wait a few days till it's sukkis, and then we'll <coughs> celebrate or ma'avet shiva. We'll do seven days of celebration for both purposes. Why do we do that? Must be because you you can't celebrate two simchas together now. Vidilma, the Gemara says that maybe there's a different issue. Vidilma, minter lo natrina. Maybe you're not allowed to push off. You finished build. You finished the building on this day, so you got to celebrate right away. But if it happened to work out that the day of celebration is the day of another holiday, then you could make both on the same time. So Gemara says, So what's the big deal? You're saying because you finished earlier. Well, we know how to avoid that. You could just simply leave a little bit left over from the base of Mikdash, and you do the final touches right before Sukkot, and then you'll celebrate on Sukkot, right? So the Gemara says, maybe that's a different issue. You can't leave a portion. You also complicate your future, because... If you marry during a holiday, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna celebrate or remember <laughs> your your marriage over no, during a holiday. Right. Like you don't wanna get married. See, when, and that's what we didn't have on somebody else's birthday, right? 
Right. So are you saying? Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe not. All right. All right. So the question is, uh, oh, one second. Why don't you leave a little piece? And that's and maybe that's the issue. The Gemara says no. Shira binyan beisamikdash lemisharin. We're not going to leave over a portion of the building beisamikdash waiting later. You know, if you could finish it, you finish it at the first opportunity. So the Gemara says, okay, you're right that as far as the primary structure of the beisamikdash, that you shouldn't push it off. But there's a there's a spe- added an add-on section that's not actually part of the beisamikdash, but it's just like a finishing touch that they have on the top on the rooftops that there's a uh, you know to keep the ravens from sitting there. They just, like if you have the gutters, a, the right, they no, they had these spikes sticking up, spikes. spikes sticking up, so that no no uh, the ravens won't be sitting there and, and leaving a mess. Okay, so the Amakali Oriv they could have put up uh, a couple of days late, you know, a couple of days later. So the Gemara says Amakali Oriv Tzoruch Binyan Vaisu. That's also that's the need of the Beis Hamikdash, and you can't push that off either. Oh, so where do you see any proof over here? So the Gemara answers like this: Elamid Miatukra. The fact that the pasuk says an extra expression here, Michti Ksiv Arbas or Yom. It says 14 days. Shivas Yamim, Shivas Yamim Lamali. Why do you have to, what you have to tell us that 7 plus 7 equals 14? We know if you say 14, then we can do the math ourselves, 7 and 7. Why would we need to tell us that it was 7 days and 7 days? Shemamina, Hani Luchud, Hani Luchud. It's to accentuate the fact that it specifically should be kept separate, the two types of joy. Okay. Which brings us to. The whole discussion of the fa- what happened at the at the inauguration, the yeah. building of the base of Mikdash, where they basically, well, we'll see, they did away with Yom Kippur that year. Wild, wild thing. No fasting, no nothing. They just celebrated, a ate, and they drank, etc. So now, Amr Panach, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, also Shana that year that they built the base of Mikdash. It was an off year for Yom Kippur. And the people felt a little bit uncomfortable with this issuing, this ruling of Shlomo HaMelech, that don't worry, it's okay, you don't need to keep Yom Kippur this year. Like, really? They said, Maybe we're all going to be, you know, you know, it's it's serious business to eat on Yom Kippur. Yatsabas called Heavenly Voice came out from them and told them, not to worry, you're all guaranteed your portion of the world to come. Nobody did nothing wrong. Now, Maitrosh, but how what? Can, okay, but what? how can you and Shlomo do the thing? I mean, we're coming up always and saying you cannot go on something specific in the door itself. Why you give it to Gemara? You can't hold back. Gemara's asking right now, where did, he, where did he see it? How can you do that? Right, that's the question. Maitrosh, what was the drasha? <laughs> that Shlomo Melech it's so much saw. Than the Torah itself. This is the no, it's no, a, no. no, no, no. Look what it says in my drosh. It has to be that the Torah tells us this. Where's the source in the Torah that you can do away with Yom Kippur? Oh, so my drosh, Amru Kalvachomer. It's based on Kalvachomer. Ma Mishkan, by the Mishkan, inauguration, Shein Kedushas, so Kedushas Olam. That's not a permanent structure. Temporary structure, so it's not on a higher level. The carbon yachid, and the carbonus that they brought uh, was a carbon yachid. Private offerings, as we know, the the each 
of the heads of the tribes brought personal from their own wealth mm-hmm. a group of karbanos for for all twelve consecutive days right. to inaugurate the mishkan. Now, what's going on? Karbin yachid docha Shabbos. It's a karbin yachid and it's overriding Shabbos. Now, what kind of Shabbos? What's how severe a Shabbos? The Isser Skila. That's high level Isser. Skila is where we get stoned. And yet they were over the stoning to inaugurate a Mishkan, which is not on the same level of sanctity as a Beis HaMikdash. And so Mikdash, when it comes to Beis HaMikdash, the Kedush also Kedush which is sanctity, is a permanent sanctity. V'karban Tzibor, and we're bringing Karban Tzibor. Yom Kippurim, and what are we overriding? Only Yom Kippur, Tenosh Karis, which is only um, uh, excision. After all, it's not as serious as Skila. So, well, Karis is that as serious? It's less serious than Skila because we can't do it. We, you uh, know. Yeah, God does, and we don't know really what he does by Kalet. Right, right, right. Okay. Tenosh um, Karis, Lo all the more so, it should be uh, perfectly. Um, uh, and it should all the more so be allowed to be done. So, if that's true, this drush is a beautiful kavachomer that if they were allowed to override Shabbos, which is what they did, they brought a carbon yachid, slaughtering it, you're transgressing Shabbos in order to inaugurate the Mishkan. So, surely they're allowed to do that over here too. And uh, so, what's the difference? So, what were they nervous about? Is it ironclad logic here? The answer is, is a big difference. Hasam even though it was a korban yachid, but they're not eating and drinking. They're not doing something for their own pleasure. That's the difference. Over there, it's Tzorokovot. It's to bring a korban. It's a gift to God. I, you know, okay, that might be as an override. Over here, I'm eating a steak on Yom Kippur. It, feels, it doesn't feel the same thing. It's not quite the same thing as bringing a korban to God, even if it's a korban yachid. So Gmar says, so, you know, something, no, uh, Karban, Karban Yachid is a transgression of Shabbos, yeah. but it's still Karban, it's not me eating on Yom Kippur, that's not quite as, it's not, this is my pleasure, maybe that's worse. So, Akhanami, so the Gmar says, so why didn't they do that? They'll let them celebrate, they'll bring Karban Sipur, etc. And Mechel and Nechel, just don't eat, and don't drink. So observe the Yom Kippur mm-hmm. and celebrate w- without eating and drinking. So the Gemara says, that's not kind of joy. If you're not, what, kind of, what kind of holiday is that if you're not going to eat and drink on it? That just doesn't work. Oh, so the Gemara says, wait a second. Where do you see for sure that by the Mishkan they would overrode Shabbos? It's counting seven days, one after another. On day one, this is what this is the carbon that did. So it must have crossed over Shabbos. You don't know what day. What day seven could be the seventh day that they brought carbonus. It doesn't mean seven consecutive days necessarily. And they took off for Shabbos. Could be. It says by day eleven, on day. 11 day. What's the double day? Right? My yom, right? So my yom kularat. So just like a day is contiguous, every day is a contiguous period of time. So all 11 were ritzufim, were contiguous one day after another. There was no break day in between. Maybe it just means days that were fit 
to be to bring korbanos. Every consecutive day that was fit to bring a korban, meaning except for Shabbos. No, the Ksiv Karachun, and there's another Basuk to counter that, because it says, Biyom Shneim Asar Yom. It also says an extra Yom over there. Ma Yom Kula Rotsuf, Av Shneim Asar Yom, Kula Rotsufin. Ayvidom Achanami Yom Maybe there it's also all fit days they brought. Imkain Shrey Kray Lomeli. Then why would you need to say Yom twice again? Okay, so that, that's how you know that by the Mishkan, it clearly what they brought the Karbanas, even though it was Shabbos. Which one was Shabbos? I don't know. You don't know what day of the yeah, week. Yeah, but some one of them was for sure. One for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah, yeah, twice, three times. Actually, three, three. First of all, it, it, uh, the it's a match that Aaron was when Aaron was upset that he couldn't bring a carbon because he right, was his right. And he thought that maybe it's all carbon uh, But then he saw an Ephraim bring a Yom Hashvi. He's upset. That's here because it's done on Shabbos. So he realized carbon So he really felt like he was left out. Oh, okay. Right. So, so it was Sunday. Uh, Sunday was, to Friday, Shabbos. So Ephraim was on Yom Hashvi. Yeah. Interesting. Also, a couple other things here. The Medrash says, right, the 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 mission was really finished on we took the Hanukkah, right? Right. He just pulled it off, but it, it delayed it till Rosh Hashanah. So why couldn't Shlomo done the same thing and delayed it here also? Right, right, right. Well, they did that by the Mishkan, but they didn't do it right. Why, why couldn't they do but it? But there here? was a special reason why they. Uh, and also, he's saying if it's, it's, it's a permanent status, you see the, the Shlomo passing the Kuchel Shatta of Kuchel Oshelavo too. Right, he's passing that way. Right, that is interesting. Right. Anyway, Mikdash the Doch, anyway, at least they fit into the Kalvachomer. Mikdash the Doch Yom So, how do you know that it, they weren't Doch Yom Kippur? I mean, where do you see for sure that it actually overrode Yom Kippur? It doesn't say black and white, so the answer is, that it was 14 days. Maybe it was 14 fit days, but they took off Yom Kippur. Could be. It's like seven days before. Right, so the Gemara says, right, but the seven, so the Gemara says, Gomer Yom Yom Yasan. Just like over there, it said Yom and it meant. The, the days in a row, so to hear it means days in a row. Okay. Now, Yatsabaskal, heavenly voice came out, but not to worry, you're all guaranteed your portion of the world to come. Um, so the Gemara says, I mean, how do you know that they were actually forgiven? Okay. The Tani Taklifa learns, Biomashmini, Shalach has On the eighth day, he sent the people, and they give a bracha to the king. While they were leaving, and they went back to their tents, to make him joyful, mm-hmm. and of good heart. All the good that God did to David, his servant, and to Israel, his nation. So, with this, what is this referring to? So, they went to the tent. First of all, they came home, their wives were permitted to them. So, they were able to be with their wives. That's one joy. Okay, now. Semechim, what does that mean? Semechim, shenanim is a They benefited from the direct uh, experience of the divine presence because there were miracles that took place in the base of the Mikdash. what is good of heart, glad of heart, that each one of their wives became pregnant when they came home with a Ben Zachar. Okay. Yeah, but uh, eventually they figured it out. Okay. Alkala Tova. What is it for all the good? So that's how you see that they got the portion of the world to come. Uh, there was a heavenly voice. And the David Avdo, what happened special to David? Uli Stralamo. So Bishlam Uli Stralamo, I understand the Akaluhu of Anim Kippurim, that God was so good to the Jewish people, forgave them for the sin of eating Anim Kippur. And the David Avdo, what's the story with David? Was David dead already? The answer is, Mahi, Samarav Yudam Rav, the famous idea. But, um, when 
Shlomo wanted to bring in. You can imagine he was so excited. We're, we're finished now. I want to bring the Aaron into the base of Mikdash. And they're carrying it in the pomp and circumstance. That the doors wouldn't open. Okay. Shlomo realized that this was Min HaShemayim. He tried singing 24 different uh, songs of joy. But then it wouldn't help. Pasach Farmer finally said, Su'u she'arim rasheichem, u'su olam, right? Um, v'lo nana, it didn't help. Kim Sha'amar, finally he said, Hashem alukim al-toshem p'nei m'shichecha, zachra l'chazdei David avdecha, remember David, your servant's kindness, miyad nana, immediately the doors opened. So like the key to opening was David HaMelech. Pastor Shah, at that moment, all the naysayers against David, Nefchu, Pnei, Sonny, David, all the enemies of David, he had plenty of Sonim, okay, uh, their faces turned Kishula Gadeira, black as the bottom of a pot. Yadu Akal, everyone knew, Shemachalai, Kadesh Barachalos, Avon, because it was only him that, uh, that helped the base of Mikdash open. Okay. Rabbi Yonasim ben Asmai, so we have here a fascinating account here. Rabbi Yonasim ben Asmai, Rabbi Yudah ben Gerim. These two rabbis, Tanu Parshas Nedarim Bay Reb Shemrei they learned the sugi of Nedarim by Reb Shemrei He was the rabbi. After Minei Beorta, they left him at night. Thinking they were okay, we're going to go back. It was a wonderful learning session. We're heading out, and they said goodbye in the evening. Let's start for the next morning. Hadar become Ifter Minei. They came back and they said goodbye again. You already said goodbye last night. What do you have to say goodbye again in the morning? So they said back, you taught us. Talmud, when a student leaves the Rebbe, but he didn't leave the town right away that night. He stayed the night in town. So he's still there. You need to say goodbye again in the morning, one more time, before you actually leave town. The Buzzer says, on the eighth day, Shlomo Melech said goodbye to the people. And they gave bracha to the king. On the 23rd of the month, the month of Tishrei, he sent the nation away. What do you mean? That was the 22nd that they said goodbye. What's going on on the 23rd? El Mikan. This teaches us this Yisod. The Talmud Mirabah, when a student leaves a Rebbe, Palonbos here, but he didn't leave town yet right away. He stayed in the hotel in town. So Tzarek Lifter, Mimenu Pamacheres, the next day you say goodbye. Ah. So Rabbi Shimon Ber Yechai was quite impressed with this, the, 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 the learning of these two great rabbis. So Amber told his son, Bene Adam Alalu, these rabbis, Nashim Shaltsurahim, they're special people. No, because they, they were lear- very learned. He saw how learned they were. So he said to his son, go to them before they leave. Maybe you'll have a bracha from them. You know, it's always good to get a blessing from a rabbi. It never hurts, okay? So they went and they found him. And they were talking and learning to each other. And they asked a contradiction in verses. See if it says Pelas Magal Reglecha, the Khodrachono. A person needs to evaluate every step that he goes. So in one place it sounds like think what you're gonna do, make a calculation, see what the proper path is. Uksiv, Arachim Pentefalis. Follow the path of life. Don't start evaluating. It's a contradiction. So the Gemara says Lokasha is the difference. Is this in other words, when there is a mitzvah to be done and 
I'm not going to, and, and one mitzvah is maybe a greater mitzvah than the other, then I should choose the greater mitzvah. That's if the other mitzvah that I'm not doing has somebody who's going to be able to take care of it. But if there's nobody else to take care of the other mitzvah, then I can't make that calculation and I have to do the first one that comes, the first opportunity, because there's nobody else to do that mitzvah. I can't pass it up. That's the, what they, how they understood the answer to the question. So sometimes it's proper to evaluate and calculate what's the right mitzvah to do at this time. And the other time, it's, uh, you know, other people, right? That's the story of like, Chacham Lev Yikach Mitzvah, like we find by Moshe Rabbeinu, he took the opportunity to, to do the mitzvah of carrying the bones of, of Yosef instead of the gathering the wealth. He says, that's a mitzvah that other people can do. Yeah, first things first. People, right, exactly. He took care of the, that's a smart person thinks about which mitzvah he's doing to make sure that he's doing the better mitzvah. But when, there's not, when the other mitzvah is not going to be done by anybody, then you've got to do the first one. Now, Hadar, Yasvi, Vekomibailu, they asked another question to each other. The Torah is more precious than pearls, and none of your desires compare to it. But the desires of heaven, i.e. mitzvahs, your personal needs, your personal things. Yeah, well, like whatever, things that you want to do, okay? okay. Uh, for yourself. Now, so they don't equal the Torah. Now, when it comes to matters of heaven, i.e. have mitzvahs to do and have Torah to learn, it sounds like that um, you can't pass up the mitzvah because you want to learn Torah. And then it says, All desires, all things don't compare to it. Even So which is it? Does the mitzvah override Torah learning or not? It's a contradiction. Again, same idea. It's a mitzvah that other people can do, so you should stay learning and let somebody else do the other mitzvah. However, if it's a mitzvah that nobody else will do except for you, so then you have to stop learning to be able to do that mitzvah. So again, very similar answer to okay. different contradiction. So finally, they said to the son of Rabbi Shimon, and they said to him, my boy, what are you doing here? Amrlu, so he said to them, to Amrli Abba, my father told me, Zilga Bayu, deliver a go to them, they'll give you a bracha. So they said, Here's the bracha. Amrli, Yehei Rava de Tizrubli said, You should plant and not harvest. Tayov lo tepuk, bring in, but don't let it come out. Tepuk lo tayel, it should go out and not come in. Okay? Um, so, which, okay, now he's thinking already, man, well, what did they have against me? What did I do wrong? Well, I'm planting, I'm not harvesting, that's bad. I'm bringing in, let's say I want to get be in the business, I'm buying, I'm buying, uh, I'm buying whatever it is, something to sell, and nobody's going to want to buy it. I spend money, and I'm not getting back, I'm not getting a return on my investment. May your house get, uh, get ruined, and live in, the, in, a, in a temporary home. Let your bread be all, your table be all, all messy. Don't see a new year. <clears throat> what kind of curse, what is he getting there? He came to his dad. So he said, Dad, you know, maybe he shouldn't have asked me to do that. Not only did they not give me a bracha, but they said all kinds of nasty things to me. What did they tell you? This is what they said. So he said to them, 
you kidding? You got the best blessing in the world. These are great, great blessings. Let me explain what they meant. And there's an idea, obviously, over here that you see that sometimes you have to couch a blessing in a hidden way, you know? Like you hide the blessing. You don't want to... You don't want to like allow, you know, like so. That's what they did. So they said it in a in a clever way. said, plant and don't harvest. What does that mean? Tolid banim, you should give birth to children, have children. they wouldn't die in your in your lifetime. They'll outlive you. Just like when you plant, you wanted to. I'm not gonna bring it back in. I'm gonna let it. It's gonna outlive me. Tayal kalsa, you should bring in a. a, a, a a daughter-in-law, and your son should die, the live that you would send her away. You bring her in, and she stays with you. That's a good thing. You should send off, and not bring back. What does that mean? You have daughters. Their husbands shouldn't die. They should come back to you as a widow. That's bad. So that shouldn't happen to you. What does that mean? <laughs> The high Amosh where we live nowadays, that's just a temporary dwelling. So that's, you should live long in that temporary dwelling. Don't let your, your house, meaning where your burial plot is, sit empty for a very long time. That's a blessing, okay? Okay? Um, the world to come, meaning the the base island, what we call the cemeteries of base island, because you're there for, you know, you're there for the, the, long, the long haul. Right, uh, right. Long term parking. We said okay. So beisa, uh, that's uh, beisa. That's the house. Let it sit empty. What does that mean? I'll take kirbam el kivram. Kivram is batemo olam. That's why it's called a base olam. Okay. Let your table be messy. You have a lot of children. Daughters, sons and daughters, making your table messy. A messy table is a, is a good sign. It's not a bad sign. That means there's a lot of kids around. You shouldn't see a new year. What does that mean? Your wife shouldn't pass away. That you have to marry a new wife. And then you're back to Shana Rishona. You don't want to have to have a Shana Rishona. Okay. Another story of Shemmel Chalafta. He was leaving Rav. So Rav told his son, he told his son, go to Rav Shimon to get a bracha from him. So we got a bracha. What was the bracha? May it be Hashem's will that you don't embarrass others and you don't get embarrassed. So so he came back to his dad, to Rav. What did he tell you? Yeah. A bunch of the words. Nothing too impressive. Are we kidding? Not only was that a bracha that God chose to bless the Jewish people with, but he repeated it twice in the Torah. You'll eat and you'll be satiated. And then it says, my nation will never be embarrassed. They should be, they should know that, uh, so that's a very big thing to not embarrass other people. He says again, the second time, so you see that that's something that's a huge, huge blessing that God chooses to bless the Jewish people with. He gave you, uh, it's not something to sneeze at. Okay. Moving right along, a woman, 
can uh, can put on uh, can do the beauty regimen. This is what it's talking about. These are all various things. The blue, the putting on the eye shadow. Um, Pokesis, uh, pokesis, right? That's uh, you know, combing the hair, you know, brushing the hair, and the shrak al panel, the face mask, all these things. Because the Amri Maver shrak al panel, shomata. That's uh, they would they would shaving the body body hair. Okay, devisu the Rav Chista. So we have here a story. Devisu the Rav Chista, the wife of Rav Chista, Mekashta. She was doing this beauty regimen, bang pekolasa, and she was already an older woman with the daughter-in-law there. So Yasu Rav Huna. This is for the young girls. An old woman? No, who says there's an allowance to do these things? She's older already. So he said to him, This is Rav Chista, you don't know, you don't get women, okay? Not only your mother, even grandma. Even if she's about to die. They want to look good. You never know. People are, you know, that's I still remember my uh, my wife's grandmother. She was in she was in she was in the hospital and she wanted to make herself look. You know, a lot of people are visiting her because she's sick. She wants to look presentable. Okay. You know, Amy said that yesterday. Does no, that's a big thing. Yeah, Amy said that yesterday. They said I felt to put makeup on. <clears throat> it means I'm feeling much better. That's right. It's a good thing. That's right. Right. It's not an age thing. It's a good thing. Right. Because people say a sixty-year-old is like a six-year-old. They run to the music and they all want to dance. So that's how it goes. So that's the, what he told them. Okay, beautiful. Okay, moving on right along. Rabbi Yehuda Omer When it comes to this putting on lime on the face to pull off the hair, so etc. That's a big deal and it's painful. So that you don't do on Cholomotanya. We have a price of Rebuda Omer, However, if the regimen will be done, it's not only there on you meaning you'll be able to pull it off on Kolomoid. You would be allowed to do it. Even though now it's painful, but once it's off, then she's looking gorgeous. Okay. Does he say that we take into account the Simcha that's after a period of time? But tonight we learned in the Mishnah. This is a question of, you know, that we're, when we're dealing with Gentiles, idol worshippers, prior to their holidays, you're not supposed to do business, because then they'll be very happy. Well, what if they owe you money and they pay you off their debts? Is that, a, is that a something that you're allowed to accept the debts within the, you know, the, before the holiday, the three days before the holiday? So Rebuda says, um, you can, because he's, uh, he's, he's all upset that he has to pay you the money. They, so it's not something that he's happy about, that he's going to be thankful to his idols. So below, so they told him, right now he's sad, but once he knows that he's debt free, he's gonna be pretty happy. Yeah. So don't no, you're right. In general, maybe Reb Yudah just focuses on the here and now, doesn't look to the future. However, but the whole Hilchas Moid is the built on that. All what we do on Cholamoid is right now painful, but joyous later, and that's called something you can do on Cholamoid. Okay, Ravina Amar. 
Ravina offers a different answer. It's never a happy occasion when a Gentile pays a debt. Kusi linyan piran He's always sad because he was hoping to get away with not paying altogether. So there's no such thing of a happiness of being debt free. Am Rav Yuda. Rav Yuda says, When daughters get cheap, reach age, below, I mean, they're of age, but they're not old enough, meaning they appear to be, so they're getting body hair already, but they're not old enough, so it's like doesn't look good. So if they're poor, they would use the seed, and it's painful. Ashiros, the wealthier women, they would use flour, and it would be, also, it's fla- it become like a paste and the peel peel off the hair. And Benos Malachim, but the kings, the really wealthy, um, the, prin- the princesses, B'Shem and Amor, that's what they used, was the myrrh oil, Shenemar, Shisha, Chadashim, Shem and Amor, and my Shem and Amor. What is Shem and Amor? Amar Sateches, it's some type of oil that, again, is a depilatory. And Rabbi Yerme Amar Shem and Zayis, it's an oil, Shaloi Vishlish, that's from a very stringent, it was before it's fully grown. And Tanya, Rabbi Yudha Amar, Ampikinun. That's what I'm beginning. What's so special about that oil? It pulls off the hair. It's a depilatory. And it makes the skin very smooth. Now, Rabbi Rabbi had a daughter, Tafla, and he put, did this beauty regimen with the, with the lime. Ever, ever. But he did it very slowly and carefully, only one limb at a time. And Shakal Bad she was so beautiful afterwards that he got a wow. He got a Nadan. Wow. Okay, four hundred days. So he had a neighbor, Gentile man, the Havali Parta, who also had a daughter, Tafla Bakadzim, and he did it one shot. And the Mesa, and she died from it, the pain was too great. Amar and he blamed it all on Bibi. Cut the Bibi Lepati. Bibi killed my daughter. Like, blame everything. Right, so I have, I'm, I'm, I'm part of a Magid Shir group, and somebody posted it's like, you see, they always blame Bibi for everything. You yeah. do nothing. It's all blaming on Bibi, okay? Okay. Amar Rav Nachman, Rabbi the Shasi Shikra, Rabbi is a beer drinker, Bayan Bante, Tafli, they need his daughters. Beer apparently increases the body hair. So that's why they needed the regimen. We don't drink beer, we don't need it. Anyway, that's a story. We'll stop over here. A pleasure. Have